<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Roses are red, violets are blue. Don't let a wild pube wreck you. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and our sponsors at Manscaped are here for you for the best tools to get your balls ready for the special occasion. This V-Day, it's time to join the nearly 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming with our exclusive offer. To get this, go to manscaped.com and use promo code Bubba, that's B-U-B-B-A, for 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts. Their shed travel bag and the anti-chafing boxer briefs to keep your boys stored comfortably. And to complete the perfect package for your package are liquid formulations like the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Ball Toner. You gotta have both of those. Start your day off with a deodorant for your boys, then stay cool all day with toner to keep them feeling the best all day and night. These formulations will have your balls smelling like a king on your big day. Go to manscaped.com for our exclusive offer and 20% off free shipping with the Bubba Code. Your balls and your lady will thank you. Join Cupid and shoot your arrow with Manscaped. This Valentine's Day. Aussies say it too. You don't have to. Oh, oh yeah, Aussies you, do say you it. You don't have to look good for anybody or anything. There's no cameras yes, rolling. Yes, I do for you. Oh, for me. Yeah. Come on. I know. You know I did. I did put list. on foundation for you. Wow. I forgot that it's completely dark in here and I know, no one's right? going to see anything. But, but I thought, you know what it was? It was it was your friend Kelly, and I was like, oh, well, you know, Aww. around new people, you want to just cool look as shit. She a little bit put together. She's like an au naturel kind of girl. And yeah. she doesn't even need, like, she's like part Cherokee. She's got beautiful skin. Right. The high, kind of like you, the Israeli, the dark, you it, know. The Mediterranean vibe. It. Yes. And she's just a... Wash and wear. She, she, she was a super, it. super cool chick. I like when she was, people. She was a little overwhelmed. I'm not going to lie. No, but what I like about people, like I find this like an interesting affectation is when you tell them outrageous things and they don't really react. Yeah. It's like a form of like uh, comedy almost. Of course. Like you say something insane and they go, oh. Yeah, like a yeah. Larry David skit. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like she was like, oh my God. She was just like, well, well okay, that's it, insane, but whatever. Yes, you know. she, that's, I, I love hanging with her mm-hmm. because she's always, she's the sure person. So if you say, hey, do you want to do this? Sure. Do you want to go here? Sure. Mm-hmm. Do you want to get this for dinner? Sure. She's totally open-minded. She's just down ass chick. With the flow, down ass chick. And I was hoping... That she's going to be here. Be here because we have some pretty good stories. stories. By the way, this is flapping gaps with Anna and Tara. Uh, we forgot to to mention that at the beginning, but I like kind of like a easy flow. It's I like, know you don't like the formal introduction. No, so I that's don't. Exactly like I always like the anything. rap songs when they just like at the beginning they just they're just laughing. Like you know, they're what? like. <laughs> And you're just like, oh shit, song's about to start, you know? Give They're me not... an example. What's a favorite rap song of yours now that we're talking? About um, it? I don't know. I feel like there's been a few like little Wayne songs where mm. they kind of open up and, and someone is like laughing or I cackling or something. Wayne. I love Lil Wayne. I, I love, love the Wheezy. Song, um, Uproar. Mm. 
That's a bad. That's a good one. I, I work out to that. That's one. a gym favorite for me as well. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. For yeah. sure. But I do want to talk about BARP and not necessarily so much about, you know, what happened and who you saw. But I feel like for me and maybe it's like this for you, it's kind of almost shocking when you see just like the fanfare that arrives and how Bubba has been a part of these people lives for decades. Some of them. It is. It, it, have you talked about it at all? Have you gone into the bar? Um, like your, not the your... inner workings of it. It or... was more of just like the highlights of who was fucked up and who had the, okay. the biggest jugs. You know, Bubba, oh. he was giving everybody the uh, the superlatives. Oh, who had the biggest and... jugs? Maybe the merch crick, if we're oh, doing just, okay. you know, okay. uh, proportion wise, nice. I'm not quite sure. But people were, we got out different awards, the the hottest MILF, you know, how, you know, Bubba, standard stuff. Oh, I want to know about, okay. Uh, uh, Melissa like Hazlett. Listen, listen a little more. <laughs> listen, it's probably best that you do. Sometimes it's good to just I take know. a step away for a second. It gives me anxiety sometimes, uh, but I'm very proud and I, I do feel sometimes when I haven't watched the show that I'm kind of out of the loop. Mm-hmm. Because it's been such a big part of my life. Right. But um, the last couple of weeks have been a little hectic for me. But the BARP party for me is, I would say it's kind of a multifaceted um, feeling for me. Okay. Like I One, I am overwhelmed with gratitude that these people are so loyal to my brother and truly care about different aspects of his life and come up to me and my mom and you know that they're not just you know listeners they they really care like an extended family yeah and there's so many that you know I hate to even start naming some because I feel like I leave leave people people out out. and then I also because some of them are like family Mm -hmm. and then I feel bad also because there's so many cool people and they're so friendly and nice. And hey, Tara, they all know who I am, but mm-hmm. I don't know who they are. Sure. And I feel like I, I don't get a chance to spend enough time with, you know, the ones I want or just even the n- new people that I've never formally met, met. You know, so many great people are like, hey, I want to chat with you. And that part kind of stresses me out because mm-hmm. there's so many cool people that I feel like I never really get a chance to talk to so many. So that part is so... I'm so grateful for what they've done for my brother because they are a big reason in his career turning around. You know, I've seen him at the lowest of the lows. Mm -hmm. I mean, things that he's even said, you know, he's thought about killing himself. Yeah. And then to see, you know, these people that have always believed in him and to know everything that he's gone through is really overwhelming for me and sometimes Mm -hmm. emotional. Yeah. I think about, you know, they're, they all have lives and families and they, you know, the fact that they're so loyal and contribute monetarily and then come here. Like, it's just, sometimes I, it's emotional for me because I'm so grateful for them. Yeah. For many of them, it's like the highlight of their year. And, and they're, and you know, such, yes, it's like the like grand, Brandon I the say it's like the, like the <laughs> granny, the Grammys. Yes, it the is. The Grammys for a super listener or mm-hmm. like the MTV music awards or yeah. an event and I'm just overwhelmed that, and they're so interesting and the diverse Loyal backgrounds. And, and I think about what Kevin Hazlett said on stage, which mm-hmm. I, which I thought was so powerful is look at the diversity in this room and what's the common denominator, my brother, mm-hmm. like, but we're all here. And even Kelly and Joe who came with us, Joe Kralis, who Bubba talks yeah. about, we went to school with, 
like it that I I almost started to cry because I was so grateful like that I get to meet all walks of life and mm-hmm. so that part of me I'm just I'm I have a very full heart mm-hmm. when I leave the other part of me is just very overwhelmed right like, because do it's you almost, feel like you're gonna disappoint because all it, the time I do too because obviously when people hear you on the air and you're certain which way and it's like I know I'm broadcasting in front of a, a listening audience but when I can't see it's just me and, and my homies hanging out right so when you meet people it is that sometimes at least for me it can be a little bit awkward yes. because they want they are expecting because they air know on about a, you right one first and foremost they know they know who you are they right. know your story story and you don't know them because they listen every day so they probably feel like they're a part of your extended family and then secondly just like you said uh, you're not really always on the air so there is a little bit of a different persona and you know I bust Bubba's balls and try to be funny on the air and I know you do too and so you're like okay that's not that is who I am but that's not who I am right so do you think that I'm just like oh some vanilla you know, boring right. person, or am I supposed to, you know, cut, you know, make fun of Bubba or, you know, tar- right. Tar- supposed promos to act like, or, yeah. you know, like being character of his character, you know? Yeah. 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 I always <laughs> feel like these people are probably like, God, like she seems, you know, she seems nice, but you know, kind of a dud. Right. Is I, that kind of how you feel? Yeah, absolutely. And I, at this point I just kind of embrace it and I'll often talk about how I'm awkward mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. that it, I, I don't really get social anxiety, but I'm not good at small talking Right, uh, and I'm getting worse. You're Be- not, see, I'm good at small talk I and I not enjoy small talk. I, I, I enjoy it because I love to hear people's stories. I love to hear where they're from and what they do and I, I love that. Think about what I do for a living. I'm in staffing. I interview people. Yeah. Right. So I love that part. But I feel bad because I don't I only get to scratch the surface and there's sure. so many. So it's almost like you can't talk to anybody or you want to talk long. to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely um, I definitely get a little bit awkward. But I like I said, I kind of I've leaned into my awkwardness over the last you're good almost about two that. years. Yeah. And yeah. you're very open. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And I, and I feel like especially with with alcohol, it certainly helps to kind of open you up a little bit and, and soften you up. I wasn't planning on drinking until BARP, but I, I did have a few drinks at Bubba 199, which was fun. That that I think was my favorite night. Was Bubba, it? Yes. And I think it's just because, and I told Bubba I this. Have gone. It looks. It was fun, I mean, but music really makes a big difference because there was no music without at bar. Yeah. Not that I need like a live DJ. No, I don't need like Afrojack. Yeah, I don't need a, a DJ. You don't need Dead Mouse or yeah, Marshmallow. Right, exactly. But just something to kind of like. I uh, agree. I would like silence. Is it makes things awkward and bad. I agree. <laughs> you know? Especially well, silence in a social setting. Yes, right. Silence at my house is cool. Right. Yes. But yeah, you need sort of something to set the mood. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big music person. So like, if I have a dinner party, I always have music going in the background. Mm-hmm. We don't. Watch watch a lot of TV. So most of the times at our house, we have music going. Just kind of as like a white noise. Yeah, Just break it so, up. And I listen to um, ocean waves at night. Right. So I always kind of need that. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I like I said, I'm really bad at small talking and I feel like working here has made me even worse at it. I, it's kind of how I... I would think it would make you better. You would think so, but here's the thing, though. It's kind of like when you, all you do is... Say you're, like, a really kinky person and you watch a, a shit ton of porn, and then you go to have sex with, like, a normal person, and you're like, this is fucking boring. 
you know, that's kind of how it is. Because I feel like my my caliber for analogy from you, uh, right? But like the caliber of entertaining conversation that we have is so high, and we're talking about current events. We're talking about just shooting the shit with our lives. Life. Bubba's making things like so funny, just the most mundane things, so funny that to be like, yeah, the weather it's funny as hell, right? Like it's cold in the Northeast, right? Like I that is so boring and mundane to me that I just I have no interest in in doing it. So I'm bad at it. So my thing is I move quick. Like I say, hi, what's up, what's up, what's up? Yeah, but you're probably better than what you think. Maybe. Just because you've grown, like you said, you lean into your awkwardness. Yes, yes. That's definitely helped. And I think that that people appreciate that because my favorite compliment that I get Oddly enough, is being relatable. relatable. I, I love that. that. I love that great so compliment. much because it's just like I I connect with people who I'm like they seem like really cool, down to earth. Like they get it. They're not trying to be fake well, or they're really good at like when yeah. you're running the in leadership. Like I've taken a lot of leadership classes and like an executive leadership coach, and you know I'm big into self development. I love all that. And the one of the most important things in leadership is to be relatable and show your vulnerability mm-hmm. so everyone knows that you're real. Yeah. So I think that's a great compliment when people yeah. say that to you. Yeah, uh, and, it's my favorite one. And to one. me, it also just um, solidifies how well you fit into the show. Because I know, adding I never a female, thought that I would. Yeah. Adding a female was, I mean, Bubba did it with me. And of course, in my mind, I want to think it was great. And the fans <laughs> loved me. But, you know, he fired me. Well, Tom uh, Bean fired you. Right, that's true. <laughs> it takes a special female. Um, of course, I'm joking. Obviously, I wouldn't be in the financial position that I am today if I didn't. So I'm grateful for it. Yeah. But, you know, that was and I felt like I kind of fit in because I knew it so well. And I was one of the guys. Not everyone. I mean, you know, he's had a couple cents and they've, they've been good, but they're not necessarily relatable. Uh-huh. And that's to me like. And indoctrine into the family. Now right. it's official. Yeah, yeah. Like I, that's the best compliment. It, it is, and I I feel very secure here, which is very nice. That doesn't oh, mean that I'm good. That makes worried me I won't fuck up, but I feel really secure. Bubba said a lot of great things. There used to be talk about you know this chick Gabby. I that they know. Were, I don't hear Gabby's name no more. And I will tell you, yeah, my brother and I don't. I hope he's happy about me telling you this. He absolutely thinks the world of you. He oh, adores you. He's protective of you. He is. Um, anytime, you know, we have dinner or hang out um, with the family, he always sings your praises. Like, he really cares about you like you're a little sister. And I, I love that. that. Yeah, no, me too. And he wants you, he loves to see you thrive. Uh-huh. And he worries about you. Yeah, yeah and that's I very love sweet. that. And I think that's so, yeah, I love that he's, he's always like, I mean, he's, you know, when he's in, when he cares about somebody, he's all he's in. He's locked in. And he's very protective mm-hmm. of you, and he definitely wants the best for you. That's and sweet. he thinks you're great. Awesome, because it, it definitely was a you know adjustment pre- period for everybody. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I, I knew the kind of like archetype of person besides yourself that worked here or was on the air here, and that wasn't me. And that kind of worried me and the expectation. But like I said, I just. I could I can't pretend to be anything I'm not and that's not even me being like I'm real to the game. It's like I can't even play off like I'm Right, you're not an actress. Right, like I uh, the hot chick or even like being into sports. Like I'm not going right. to pretend to be like I'm one of the guys. Right. If I don't like sports, I'm not going to just like learn all the It's well, it's funnier like that said, I don't know you the lean sports. into it. Right, yeah. So it's def- it's definitely been an adjustment period, but I feel like the last year 
has been really good. I don't know if that corresponds with another event that happened, but you know, basically since around last barp, it's felt it's felt really strong. And and that comes through on mm-hmm. when you're on the air. I yeah. mean, you you know, your comfortability, I think your experience and the way everyone has embraced you, your confidence. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything. Yeah. Everything is like it's it's just grown. Yes. Yeah. And I'm I'm excited for Bubba. I'm excited for some I projects in, in the works. Oh. So I feel oh, like okay. I think you know about them. Maybe. Yeah, you you probably do. Maybe, probably. We'll talk know. about it afterwards, but I'm I'm pretty sure you I'm do. I'm just so happy for him because mm-hmm. you know, again, to not not to dead uh beat a dead horse, but to see where, you know, everything he's gone through mm-hmm. and to see where he is now, like I just I'm I'm so happy for mm-hmm. him. And he's so damn funny mm-hmm. and talented. And of course, <laughs> I'm I'm biased, but there's there's it's an objective not a lot. There's not point. a lot of people that can interview people the way he does and like you said, make the weather funny. Yeah. And so to see him thrive. He's like crack, man. You can't and, and especially at, after thirty some years, you know, not a lot of people a lot of people plateau, but I feel like he he's like Madonna. He keeps reinventing himself. He's evolved with the times, which a lot of people haven't been able to do. And, That's Bubba's strength. Yeah. And I think part of that is also, you know, I love that he is about having a woman on the air. Like, yeah, and once me too. Because then I wouldn't be here. So yeah, definitely. But you can even see his evolution through the remnants of what once was. Like yes. the stripper pole is it's half gone. hanging, so you know, not usable. The the shower that he used to have, like hookers take you know baths, yeah. and is now a storage room. So it's like we're moving, we're He's evolving. Growing up. Yes, yes. How so sweet. It's awesome. We know. I know you. We were supposed to have your friend Kelly on, and you wanted to. Kelly tell me, was at Barb. She was at Barb, yeah. Um, and she is a very, so Kelly is, like, like you, self-admitted, very social, well, she's socially awkward. She doesn't like um, large crowds. She has um, a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And she's very open about it. Right. Did she drink? She didn't. She didn't, okay. She's kind of doing the whole sober January. And, oh, dry January and, thing. Yeah, or whatever. And she, you know, she liked wine. And she's like, man, I feel so good when I don't drink. Mm. Like, I, I, it's kind of like, why, yeah, I don't want to go back to feeling bloated and feeling like crap the okay. next day. Yeah. So she's kind of like going down, which she loves me because I'm not a drinker. Uh-huh. So, I'm, you know, it's 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 been fun. But she was like, after after barp we all rode together and we got in the car and this is so funny it was like again music was going but like nobody really said anything uh-huh. and everybody was like so sensory overload especially her yeah like and i said so what did you guys think and joe's like it was wow like intense it, it was intense that was a lot and kelly's like yep that was intense and i said well is that intense good or intense bad and they're like oh good like they were speechless and overwhelmed at at all of his fans and how much they care about him mm-hmm. and to see then Bubba go on stage and you People know are bring yelling his, yes and to bring up his yeah. fans and, and and they're like for him to be able to do that for people and you know, bring everybody together, like like Brandon the Quad, somebody mm-hmm. who you know unfortunately doesn't get to live a a, nor- a life and have a social life. To be able to make somebody like that feel a part of something. And get laid for the first time and ever. Get la- yeah, which was so, Kelly's like, my <laughs> mom asked me how the party was. And 
I told her it was really interesting and that I got to to there was a quadriplegic man <laughs> who flew or I'm sorry, who drove from Iowa. His mother drove him. Right. He's a diehard fan. And um, he lost his virginity thanks to Bubba. Right. I go, wait, that's how you described my brother's huh? party to your mom, who's like 72. She goes, yeah. I go, does your mom hate me? She goes, no, I, she, her mom, I guess her mom said, wow, okay, okay. Probably that sounds like, like a good time. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, it was funny to get their perspective. Oh, yeah. Because <clears throat> they have never seen any, and you can't describe it. I was just about to say, when people are like, oh, so like, how's work? Like, what do you do? What? Or I'll be like, yeah, work was rough today. And they're like, what yeah. happened? And you're like, oh. How do you describe that? So there's this thing called the Screenshot Express, right? And uh, there's a guy named Big Red, and then he got mad because the screenshot was... And you have to explain, like, all the things. Do people think you're crazy when you try to... When they ask you how your day was? Yeah. It's... uh, My roommate gets it because she's been a part of the show peripherally. She's awesome, by the way. She's really cool. Oh, man. I loved her. Yes. Thank God she gets it. But it's just funny to hear. She's like, yeah, I had this meeting and this new meeting. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, we had the press pizza maker right, caper and right. you know this Iggy McGillicuddy was taking steroids you know and it's just Brandon crazy. the quad were lining up a piece of yes. ass for him and I saw the video on OnlyFans and what? I saw you know wait there's a video Yes. For yes. Ri- Whoa. That's a great Are segue. You serious? Yes. You should uh, subscribe to our OnlyFans if you haven't already. The you people know, I'm going to take a hard pass on that. <laughs> I've seen every clip and I've Are seen you, wait, the so, video in on. full. Back that ass up. Yep. This was recorded for real. Yes. Wow. I saw it with my own two eyes. You, you saw it? Yes. Multiple times. Yes, I um, did. Okay. And? it It's interesting to see a porno and your response is like, oh, like, oh that's bless her. Yeah. Bless yeah. her heart. Well, I mean, she's a damn healthcare hero. Dude, uh, dude I'm, I am telling you. I mean, she was the, she got yes, the biggest, she as she should that night. Yes. I mean, to be able to do that. Yeah. At first, it's like absorbing it i'm like oh my okay uh, i oh but oh yes bless her heart and if you watched the video or if you do watch the video i think the what like the sweetest part is is how like patient and cool and chill and he's you know expressing a lot of his anxieties and concerns and she's like don't worry about that and he's like i'm afraid to touch she's like touch whatever you want and she's just like giving him compliments like oh you're this tastes so good and this is so great and this feels really good for me you know it's not just she wants to make him feel like you know he's doing a good job and everything's going well and which i mean it couldn't have been a better person she could not she nailed it right to be able to no pun intended yeah yeah make him feel comfortable and to engage with him and tell him he's doing a good job yeah and wow and make it it was all about him she was just like i just want you to have a good time like at one point he's voicing a lot of concerns and she's just like who cares i, I can't even believe Don't we're worry talking about, that. about this yeah it's so surreal right right like it's so surreal but i i'm so grateful for her uh-huh. but it, i mean talk about a weird thing to be grateful for i know absolutely and those are the kind of stories when people are like oh what happened at work today i'm like oh funny you ask oh my like, god do you ever talk to your parent like do your parents yeah my dad my parents listen um my mom yes both my parents listen my dad my dad gets it but i think whenever i mention him sometimes he has some comments sure you know and my mother even said when i went to go visit her she's like you know you you tell these stories and she's like that's not entirely 
entirely true. And I'm like, mom, you gotta, gotta yeah. dress Come it on, up mom. a little bit. Come on. Yeah. And embellish. Yeah. But mom put is the Hollywood factor. Yeah. Mom is slowly starting to get it. But um, she, I think is, she called me brave when I was at home. She was like, I could never do what you do. Um, which was interesting. That's kind of f- cool, right? Yeah, but, but I mean, she reads did you chat. take it as a compliment? I did. But she reads chat, and I think that, that freaks her okay. out. She's like, how do you not like cut yourself every night? But yeah, um, I tell I, her, I I'm like, that. listen, that's why I don't read it during the show, number one. And number two, I tell her every time, my worst fear is being bored. Right. And I'm never bored here. I well, wake up. That's after, one hell of a perspective. After the initial, like, I do not want to fucking be up at 445 in the morning. After that passes, I'm like so excited to be here. That is What's going to so happen cool. today? What kind of bullshit am I going to get myself into? And how Man. am I going to work myself out of it? There's a lot of like um, comparisons between this and like jujitsu. You know, like you get yourself in a pickle. Sure. How do you defend and worm your way out of it? Which, how's that going? It's good. I injured my shoulder. I'm not quite sure how because, you know, sometimes it's just a blur of everything that's happening when you're just... You're rolling around, yeah. yeah. You're rolling on the mat. It's it's so fucking cool. Do you love it? How often do you go? Just twice a week. And That's then, a lot. Yeah, and it's it's tough because it's a late night class. I get out at like nine. Do you have it tonight? No, no. Monday and Wednesdays. What time? Uh, seven thirty to nine. So I don't get home till That's like nine thirty, and then it's like I have to wash my hair, which is a big ordeal because I might have ringworm in my hair. You, you must know. really like it to do all of that. I do, and the thing is, is like I know that, and I'm uncomfortable for a lot of the class. Sure, like I'm uncomfortable. I, mean, I, I would think so. Yeah, I'm uncomfortable, um, especially at the end of class when when we have to like roll, like actually do the real thing, like do jujitsu. I get nervous every time, and I, it would be so easy for me to just walk out at that point but i'm like listen bitch That's, this is where the, the you know this is where the growth happens nobody ever grows when they're comfortable in so the comfort the fact zone that you're pushing yourself i just like i that. lean into the fear i That's go this so is good cool. for you this is you're what you're badass oh thank you you but, know that right the, the, yeah well yes and no but then i like i'm a, I'm a paper you, tiger but shut up are you still doing i mean are you letting your your shoulder heal or oh it just happened still... last night okay so are you gonna take a couple days off yeah because i don't have another class till monday so i'm, I'm You're good gonna, uh well just yeah. watch it boo. yeah i'll, I'll, I'll be don't fine be jacking yourself i'll up. be fine i'll be fine but uh, no so any potential love uh, interest yeah hotties um, in the class you know what a lot of the guys are very young very so and i mean like 19 like a little problem? bit like a, i don't i don't i i don't think i could really go for like a like a 19 year old seriously 19 though They're a lot young. of them are young the, the white belt the the male young white belts are among the scariest people you come into contact with because they are just using brute strength oh, yeah. they don't have any technique they don't you know because you have like sometimes 30 people rolling on the mat at once and you'll see these young guys just going crazy just toppling over other pairs of people they just they're not they're clueless they're dangerous you know so i stay the fuck away from those guys but no there's no there's no potential there but that's okay that's some 30 or 40 something no not really but it's that's almost better because it makes i focus then you're not thinking about it right i'm thinking about how to get out of the arm bar instead of like how am i gonna talk to this guy over here you know right right so but it's great i'm so glad i'm doing it i it's it's funny like i've turned like 
I'm trying to, anytime I experience any sort of like fear or I'm like worried, I take that as an indication instead of being overwhelmed. But I'm like, oh, this is an indication that I actually need to do this more. That's right. And that sucks. But you just, you just lean into it and you just go, I have to be, I have to be comfortable being uncomfortable, which is how I live my life. Do you know how proud I am right now? (laughs) Yeah, thanks. I know. I've been doing a lot of the self-development stuff. Oh, yay. I'm reading this book called uh, How to Break the Habit of Being Your self i think that's what it's called interest yeah so it's like how to be less like you (laughs) but it's good though because a a lot of us have a lot of bad habits from you know childhood or society school experiences when you're young that you just kind of wrapped up and and you've told yourself well this is just how it is and this guy's trying to tell you nope listen i believe in therapy and i am always every day i listen to a self-help podcast or Oh, right what now is I'm like reading your, a book? What's uh, your like f- go tos? Oh, Simon, like a few. Simon Sinek. I love. I have his book in my car. The what is it? Why? The why? Uh, um, Leaders eat last. Yep. Infinite game. Yep. Uh, I, I think Brene Brown is great. Great. My roommate just finished her book. She, I love she talks a lot about like emotion shame and, and vulnerability. Okay. Yeah. Um, John Maxwell, old school, um, more business. Okay. I also love Tim Ferriss. Okay. He's yeah, great. I know Tim Ferriss. Have you uh, read Tools of Titan? No, but is oh. that his book? He he like interviews like the most random but very unique and successful people to find out their their Path story and how yeah it's it's phenomenal. Tim Ferriss I love um, Dave Asprey, I love him as yeah. you know that yeah. Um, so I I'm always seeking. There's a new I just got a new audio book. Um, what makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way. Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. I don't know. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. To look it up, I'll show it to you. Uh, it's called Give and Take uh, by Adam Grant. Why helping others drives our success. So, just oh, that's I'm, nice. uh, every day I do, yeah. okay. you know, I meditate and then um, I usually start my day with something like that. Okay. That's and then great. I end my day before I go to bed with something about gratitude. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I try to have a few moments of gratitude in, in bed when I, when I first wake up. Cause there's like a little bit of time where it's like the first alarm goes and I'm like, all right, I'm awake. 
And then it's like, all right, let's talk. Let's think about. I'm like, I'm so grateful for this bed. Yes. I'm so grateful I'm not homeless. I'm so grateful Anna. I can walk. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's one of You're those things. You're speaking my love language. Yeah. You know this. Here's the thing: is like, I'm really, tr- I'm like a dopamine uh, addict. Doesn't so, it change? Uh, yeah. So Does, isn't it a game changer yes. when you start your day like that? It is. And so I'm just trying to really, um, almost like a sponge, just wring out as much like joy and happiness out of my life as I can. You know, because I, listen, I'm just trying to get You're like gonna fixes. Make me cry, no, don't. This is, you know, no, but I do weird things though. Like I'll not starve myself, but I'll purposely like. Obviously, I'm doing the intermittent fasting, but I'll it, even if I'm like really hungry, like I'll try to wait an extra hour so that when I do eat, it's even that more joyful. Or if I have to pee really, really bad, sometimes I'll hold it for like an extra thirty minutes, well, and that I mean, way the release is really good. Yeah, you know what I mean. On, you can't be giving yourself a UTI <laughs> over just the, right, the release. Right, but you know? like the, I can think of better things. Yeah, but know? there's things like that where. I really try to not suffer, but the more because I, I learned a lot about the dopamine reward system, and the more that you like quote suffer, it, and by suffering I mean like doing things that we would consider like working out right. or, or doing work or chores or something like that. The bigger dopamine hit you get on the other side. So instead of just like if you were just sitting there eating Cheetos, yeah, restraint, and, restraint, and, right? The and more go- you show restraint and discipline, yeah, the more rewarding it is. Yeah, and it's definitely you know there's a chemical reaction behind it yeah so if you were just sitting there indulging in pleasurable things like social media and cheetos and Wait, whatever i don't think social media is pleasurable well but for cheetos, some people oh, yeah. you know just g- looking through you getting know, hits yeah. whatever whatever your poison is playing video games you're you, you, the less dopamine hits you're going to get because your brain is oversaturated oh, with I it know. so i have to deplete it which is punish myself and then you get that big But don't hit. look at it as punishment. Look at it as discipline. I look at it as like, I'm waiting Strength. for that big hit at the end. Like today right. I went to the gym. Did I want to go? No. Was I there and I wanted to be there? No. I was, cause usually sometimes I'll get into it. I'll see someone right. hot and I'm like, fuck, let's go baby. Right. But I wasn't feeling it at all today, but well, I was like, doesn't help. No, but I just kept telling myself, I'm like, the more you suffer now, the more it's going to feel good when you get that three, two, one in the I last the seconds thing. on the Stairmaster, you're going to feel fucking bomb and i did i felt great afterward so, I, yeah so i have a trainer who comes at like 5 30 in the morning that's insane she's awesome i want to bring her on here she's changed yeah, my bring life. her on but i feel every day and i play pregnant? this game not no four okay, four okay, months okay. but you could barely i mean okay and every day i'm like oh okay before i go to bed i'm like okay i gotta get to bed so i get this much sleep okay i can't stress over it Oh my God, the alarm goes off. It's cold. It's rainy. Yeah. And I know that she's coming over to kick my ass and that, you know, in our gym, I'm thinking, oh, every day I have to kind of do that little mental, you know, gymnastics, as you would say, or mm-hmm. that little mental check, like, okay, it's cold. You want to stay in bed or, you know, it's hot. You don't want to go work out with no AC. But then the end result is mm-hmm. like afterwards. And even so when it's been cold, I've so wanted to cancel. Sure. Be like, and I'm her first appointment. Of course. And she lives, you know, like 15 minutes from me close. So I always Mm -hmm. want to be like, hey, have you left yet? You know, I'm going to, but I'm nope. And except when I was sick, I had COVID. Yeah, of course. But damn, every day I play that game with myself Mm -hmm. and it's not like I love it. But when I usually get into it Mm -hmm. after about 15 minutes and then by the end, I'm like, you know, that feeling. Yeah. You can't you can't put a price on that. No. And and I feel like when someone else is like counting on you or 
not necessarily mm. counting on you, but you, you have to be made accountable because she's going to like probably roast you if you're like, she's like, Tara, what the fuck? And, like, and I can't do that to her. And that's, that was my thing with, with working out. I love the way it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. I fell off track Yeah, and accountability without being shamed. Right. Yeah. And so getting her and she understood, we have the same like outlook on fitness. Yeah. You know, she's like, Hey man, a lot of times I don't want to work out yeah. and that's her life. So she's just real. Uh-huh. And I appreciate that. And I don't want to let her down. Yeah. Like, and I'm paying, you know, for it. Sure. And she's coming to me. So it's a premium mm-hmm. as it should be. Cause right. She's the bomb. So there's so many factors that, you know, I had to, okay, eliminate the excuse of the drive and traffic. We put a home gym in. Okay. Well, God, getting out there, it just, I know it's there. I know I should be doing it. It's two steps, you know, making an excuse. Oh, got caught up in work. Yeah. Oh, work, work, work. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, this is self-care. Yeah. This is mental and physical. Right. It's not just about losing weight, right? Yeah. It's also a mental, like you need that. Right. And like you said, we're talking about discipline. It's not about motivation at all. No. Because a lot of times I don't feel like fucking doing shit, it, but I'm like, this is who you are and what you do. And you're doing it for you. Like, yeah. I'm like, wait, I do everything for everyone else. I take care of like, I feel like I'm everyone's mom at work. Yeah. I'm everyone's mom in life. I'm, I'm, why am I not doing this for myself? Right. Like I owe it. So once I started thinking like that mm-hmm. is when I'm like, wait a minute, damn it. I owe it to myself. I want to be healthy. You know, I still want to lose 20 more, 25 more pounds really. But the fact that I'm just actually giving back to myself instead of just sitting on the computer, answering emails mm-hmm. from work. Right. So, you know, and I love the fact that she's like you said, you know, I'm not she doesn't wake up and is like, oh, I want to go work out. And she's a fitness instructor Uh and she has her master's in nutrition and, you know, she's certified in every way. And she's real mm-hmm. by saying, hey, man, a lot of times I don't want to do no, this No, no one does. No one does. But what helps me, and maybe this helps you, is like, if you change, you know, it's all about outlook and perspective. A lot of times I'll tell myself, you know, the the thought is I have to work out today. But then I go, no, you get, you get to, to work out. Because a lot of people don't have Self-care, legs. Self-care, right. And they can't do shit. And like, they're, right. they have cancer. About too. And they think can, about they're Brandon sick. the quad. Right. He wishes he could go on the elliptical. Sure. Of course. Like, how dare I right. you, make an excuse? Exactly. When, okay, wait a minute. And and I get to have a home gym? Yeah. Like, so you're so right. Mm-hmm. You get to work out. And then when you say that, you go, okay, well. Like, wow. Then you start shaming yourself for oh, being, you know, and then we could, able-bodied. Yeah. We won't, oh, which <laughs> I, I, you know, and then it's so funny. I was just talking to one of my friends last night who her husband is like 38 and actually he is big at Hoyt where you go to MMA. Oh, he's but a... he lives, they moved to DC, but he's heavily oh, okay. involved and you may know him. I'll say his name offline. Cause okay. I don't know if they, and he was just diagnosed with stage three pancreatic cancer. That's the one you don't want to get. And they have two kids and he is an MMA, like he's an, amazing shape Mm -hmm. he's not a big drinker or smoke nothing no it's just bad luck and and i mean i was blown away and this guy gets he he works out every day Uh like he he has the best outlook you know it's all about gratitude Uh and you think about like those things happening and then you can't even wrap your brain around something like that and just you know having that whole mentality of I don't even know where I was going with this. 
is he what is it, what does the prognosis look like okay. can i ask that so here's the cool part normally it's a death sentence she is such a badass and she's a physical therapist that she did so much research and they live in um dc mm-hmm. that she found a place in i think seattle mm-hmm. that does experimental like clinical trial mm-hmm specifically for pancreatic cancer Mm -hmm. and it's like an immunotherapy company a biotech company and this is like a research type drug so there was no guarantee it's a right to try there was no guarantee yeah but it's targeted you know chemo is one size fits all right you you, iv you know and and, and it kills everything it it kills the the cancer slightly faster than the patient so that's that's why people get so sick and and it's a one size fits all yeah you know, this was targeted specific. So she got a hold of these people. I mean, for her to be such a renegade and not take no, because they go to the oncologist and they're like, well, it's too big to remove. It's Luckily, it was a tumor? It's a tumor. Okay. It has not spread, thank God. Okay. But the, it's inoperable because it's too large and the way it's wrapped around, we can't remove it. So the only thing we can do is chemo. And she said, hell no, I'm not taking that. That's, that's not it. So she fast forward, she finds this company who they specialize in targeted treatment for, and I don't know if they've really had a lot of, they're so new. Yeah. So she talked the local oncologist into doing the clinical trial there because otherwise they can't go to Seattle. Yeah. Initially he started off doing traditional chemo. One size fits all. He was getting so sick. Yeah. And the tumor was growing. He finally got approved for the clinical trial. The tumor is a third of the size as as it was. It was growing on chemo. And so she just said to me last night, if this works, I am going to be like, she she has almost feels guilty. That's where I was going because she thinks of the people that don't know about this place yeah, and the people that are just dying with pancreatic cancer. And this could be a game changer. And I said, you're looking at it the wrong way. You are going to be a pioneer and a trailblazer and you're going to save a lot of lives because yeah. you discovered it. And if it truly works, you're making it your mission to let everyone know. Yeah. So you got, you're looking at it wrong. Don't have guilt over this working for your husband yeah have gratitude that you can be you know the mouthpiece and i mean shit i'll put her on bubba you know i'll yeah. ask bubba if she can come on and talk about it I, she's like you're right i'm like so you're a messenger don't feel guilt mm-hmm. like look at it as an opportunity so he's getting a lot better he's feeling he better is. so check this out it grew on like doubled in size when he was doing chemo mm-hmm. he stopped the chemo and then started taking this drug like a week later. And I think six weeks, it's a third of the size. And if it shrinks more, they can take it, it out. And, and it hasn't metastasized. So when I say that this is a miracle unheard of, it's, it's going to be, be so groundbreaking. Like it's my mind is blown. So she's having that guilt. And I know you said sometimes you have guilt feeling like, people that don't have houses and mm-hmm. you know, I, I do that a lot, especially as I, I've been grateful with my business and mm-hmm. having a lot of success that that's one thing I struggle with. 
with guilt is feeling bad for being successful a lot uh and that's why i try to give a lot yeah because it makes me feel good anyway yeah even before i was able to really but that is i'm reading a lot of books and doing a lot of but uh, self-development on that the thing is is like and not that i ever i'm not saying i'm confused you shouldn't feel a certain way obviously everybody just feels the way that they feel for different reasons but it's not like your success was like given to you like you were trashed not at all ass off for it so i mean i think that you know i feel like you would think that this would be like rightfully due you know it's it's about time i've been working my ass off for a decade or and i think yeah i mean you've been 20 years educating yourself and like you said you're always reading books Trying, trying to learn to be new better, but things, it's still weird be a good leader i think especially in this world when you know you see the what i hate to even i'm not even going to compare it to the pandemic but you know it's it's everything's getting more expensive you know real estate's through the roof people can't afford houses you know you think about and then i think about my friend whose husband has pancreatic cancer and i'm like oh my god my family i have my family I have my health. Mm-hmm. I'm prospering. I hate to see people not prospering. And then Struggling. I start playing that, you know, game with myself like, oh, uh, it, it's yeah, just but it's, you being it, successful didn't cause them to lose their stuff. You know what I mean? You know, it's true. I appreciate you saying I mean, I'm, I'm going through. And that if you now. lost everything, it wouldn't bring them riches. Right, you know? right. <laughs> so it's That's like, a good way of looking at it. <laughs> you're not helping them if see, you lost like you're, everything. You're doing an you online know? or a lot mm-hmm. online podcast therapy. There you go. Yeah, and and you're giving back a lot. I know you do. You give a lot to me yeah. and Tyler I, and Bubba, your I, mom, I everyone to. here. Blitz. I, I really do, yeah. and I do stuff for like this children's charity for kids that it's called the children's homes. Yeah, for kids that like have been sexually trafficked and their you've told me a few them. stories and it, right. So getting really involved in <sighs> yeah. that, it's it fills my heart. It fills my cup. But I still, you know, I think just like you mentioned, we all kind of struggle with. God, there's a guy without the ability to walk who would die to go work out. Right. Right. And I'm bitching about the weather. Right. Like it's all about perspective. Yeah. But then you, you stop doing at least for like a couple hours. That's how I am. You know, I'm like, Oh wow. You kind of have like this reflective moment and you do something nice for somebody and then it makes you feel good. And then it fades. And you know what? It's kind of okay that it fades because you don't need to be in a reflective, like emotional state all the time. You just, it's good to have those moments often, but it's also good to just kind of be normal. And yeah, you bitch, you complain and then you go, Oh yeah, at least I can walk. That's right. amazing, and then right. and then you kind of forget, and right. that's okay. And that's like the, the as Bub says, the ebbs and the ebbins flows, or uh, what, what did she say? Ebbin flows. His <laughs> his Bubba isms just yeah. make my skin crawl. I'm right. not gonna lie, I love the you dude. Start but, saying words dumb. And then uh, Ron DeSantos. <laughs> DeSantos, right? What's the other I- one? Elon Musk. Oh yes. Oh, that one. That probably gets me. DeSantos and and Elon Musk probably. Yeah. For um, some reason, this is a uh, a Celius. Oh, and I now read it that way. Yeah. Well, it's a Celius because yeah, I think that was a start. That was a Lummy thing, actually. But mm, cool. um, yeah, a- a- amateur works, which I say oh, all the time. And people are like, you know, it's so armature. Hard. And I'm like, oh, Christ, you're, you're right. Yeah. Um, the Bubba isms yeah. are, rum- are now your IV vernacular. Yeah. Yeah, Ivy Vector is pretty oh, good. Yeah, I like that one. I've heard that's really good for some people. The Omnicorn variant. I don't oh, know if you've heard of it. I have not heard the Omnicorn. <laughs> Omnicorn. That's a new one. Omnicorn uh, is pretty strong. I like that one a lot. Yeah, that's uh, a new one for me. Yeah, I think we should we should probably wrap this up. We we're like, oh, we'll do uh, we'll do thirty minutes, and I think we ended up doing uh, probably close to fifty. I think really. But, oh yeah, but I this is how we shop. we catch up. I, 
it's you know, real, we honestly, catch up it really is with the listeners. It's I good. Know. See, so. we're all one big family. We are. <laughs> all right, Tara. Thank you so much. And we'll do, we'll do another one soon. Can't wait. Bye.